Father of mine. Tell me where Dear Meathead brought to you by JM Synthetics. Online at jmsynthetics.com. I'm so late. It's the latest I've ever been. I think I'm pretty late, actually. You are? Yeah, it's like six minutes after nine. Yeah, yeah. Typically, it's like... I meant to talk to you about that. Yeah? Why are you late? (laughs) Well, I got... I got on a bit of a roll on this show, you know? Uh-huh. And so I uh, I was kind of like uh, eating all the time. So. <laughs> but that happens, you know? You kind of like. Did you get up 4 o'clock in the morning? Uh, today, no. Today I got up on time like I always do. But on Monday, you wouldn't believe it. Uh, the, the, it was, something happened, and I screwed everything up. And I, I woke up 20 minutes before the show was supposed to start. So that's very, very bad. Well, why? You, you can go ahead and get your brain together and uh, well, yeah, I like to try. I try to be as close to eight a.m. every day as possible. Uh-huh. You know, you want to. I'm, I'm trying to be consistent. So, the rest of your family are still sleeping? Not today. Not today. You know, Diana is uh, is off at work. You should have heard the story I was talking about her uh, earlier today. Oh boy, you would uh, you would love to hear what she did to me. But I'll save that for another day. And then, oh, and then. Okay. Kevin is uh, watching TV downstairs, and we're all getting ready for uh, Christmas, and uh, Madison is at school. Hey, I got, I got news for you. Go ahead. Madison, and uh, I haven't talked about this on the podcast at all, but I'll just talk about it here. She's been dating this super sweet, nice young man, you know, and this is my youngest, Madison. She's, she's 19. Yeah. My God, years went by. I know it. Isn't that crazy? Well, you know, she's uh, she's finishing up her first semester of college, and she's met a super nice, sweet young man that I like a lot. His name is Elijah. Okay. okay. Hi, Elijah. And, well, she, I start hearing rumors amongst family members that she would like to move in with him. And so, no, I don't know about this, but I hear about it. There's, I'm always last to know. So I find out about it. Now, Jacqueline, my middle child, is screaming at her that this is a terrible idea. And I, uh, I yesterday, I brought it up to her. And she doesn't know that I know. So I said, so, Madison, I need to talk to you about something. And um, and uh, I said, I, I am aware of, of what you're thinking is a, is a great idea, and I wanted to give you my, uh, my opinion on that. Now, tell me what you think. I, uh, tell me what you think about this. Are you asking me that? Or well, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to tell you what I said. You're asking her. I, um, I, I, did, I did say something, so this is what I said to her. I said, well, Madison, let me tell you, um, being that, this young man, I barely know. I've only seen him and talked to him two or three times. And all of those experiences were excellent. I really like him. In fact, in a short time, you know, I, I, um, I, f- I feel very good about his demeanor and his approach. And, you know, I've, I've kind of, uh, over the years, 
I mean, that's something that a father focuses on with a daughter. You obviously, I mean, you had stepdaughters, so you kind of maybe when they would bring home a boy, you're like sizing them up, you know? Of course, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I've never experienced that. Well, yeah, you did. I mean, you had stepdaughters. Yeah, I did, but I did not experience any action or activities, you know? Well, anyway, um, so... I said to her, I go, well, if you asked, I mean, right now, I would say I, I do not approve of this in any way, shape, or form. Like, right now, if you were going to move in right now together, that would not, I would I would do everything I could to discourage that, but you're 19 years old. Um, Jacqueline says to me, Dad, if she moves in, you have to tell her that you're not going to pay for school for her anymore. And I said, well, I don't know if that's in my playbook. Um, I don't know if that's an, I don't think that's an option. In fact, I know that that is not an option. I will not do that. So I, Jackie is being very protective of her sister. Okay. So is a good thing. Right. But then I said to Madison, I go right now. No, I, I, I would encourage you to come up with a different plan. And there, this is a plan for the summer, like the summer months. All right. Uh, and then when the school year started next year, she would go back to school. And I said, no, I don't think that's a good idea. Um, just move back home with us. The relationship is very young, and I think that that's... I go, however, I'll keep an open mind. This is what I'll do. Between December, now, until the end of the school year, when you'd like to do this, in my process of getting to know him, if I feel comfortable, I'll let you know. But right now, I'm not comfortable with that at all. And, yeah. and she said to me, now, I think this was some great parenting, if I do say so myself, because she said to me, she goes, okay, I accept that. She, she said, okay. Said okay. Yeah, she said, she said, I appreciate that, and, I, uh, and you're doing a much better job of explaining it to me than Jackie is. Everybody's being mean to me, and I think you did a good job. So what do you think about all that, Dad? I think you did a good job. There you go. You see? And you I know, definitely do. everybody gives me doo doo and says, I don't know what I'm talking about. And I, you know, the problem is solved right there. Well, yeah, yeah, see, that's great. That's great. And I love the fact that she so easily uh, let you know that yeah. she did a good job. She acknowledged it. That's called kicking. Acknowledged it. That's called kicking the can down the road. That's right. All right. Well, oh, that's great, honey. I appreciate uh, to hear the way you handled it. Well, good. I want. Go yeah, a father can't go in and uh, force an opinion on a, uh, I would say, adult child. Correct. And that's adult person. I can't even use the word child. Yeah, and that's you know what? Honestly, that that whole um, becoming an adult thing has made parenting quite easy, frankly, because. You know, I basically can only uh, offer suggestions at this point in the game. Yeah. I can. I think that anything heavy-handed at this point, because, you know, um, people who make, let's just say it doesn't work out and they do, let's say they go through with it and it doesn't work out and they fail or something bad happens, they learn. They learn something, you know? This is true, but you got to look at both sides of the coin now. By the time they're learning, they could make some mistakes during the learning, and things can really be backfiring. That's the problem that I have trying to 
yeah. you know, work this out in well, my own brain. Well, I think, yeah. Of course, I, I, of course yeah. I don't want to force, a, I, I can't use the word child. She's not no, a child. No, she's not. She's but I cannot force another person in your family, no. which is your daughter, for instance, or my daughter, supposedly, uh, to do it when they're on the adult side of the coin. You, you yeah. have to discuss what you did. I, I think I'm grateful for the fact that you handled it the way you did. Yeah, that, that leads me. I don't me. know what you said or you did, but uh, lately you're doing things in a very subtle, intelligent way, and I'm grateful for that. Okay, moving on. I have a similar topic because you talked about, uh, you know, you become an adult. You're, when you're an adult, you're an adult. There's a news story locally, Dad, where a local radio legend, um, 39-year-old radio legend, had a long-winded story on the radio about how when he was 23 and uh, forced to do silly radio stunts, like uh, the show members would throw food at him, or things like that, or he had to eat dog food or snort salt. He said that he said that those things hurt his feelings. Now, at the time, he referred to himself as a little boy when he did it, but he was 23 years old, and he was given an opportunity to make his own decisions. How do you feel about a 23-year-old calling himself a little boy? I think it sucks. I mean, a 23-year-old person, we have some 20-year-old persons that are controlling uh, the health and well-being of their parents. Now, how could a 23-year-old person be considered as a little boy? I've never heard such a ridiculous thing to uh, uh, categorize oneself, paint oneself to be a child. No. When they're 23, it was it was quite a news story around here as this uh, excuse-making. That is making, even a showmanship type of an idea. No, it, it, it was all excuse-making. It was, it was horrible. It was really, really embarrassing on multiple levels to hear it. And I agree. Yeah, I agree 100%. It was ugly, ugly. I mean, if you did that when I'm living at home with you and you and my son, I'd really let you know how it's going. So you're suggesting that if I'm 23 years old and I don't like the way I'm being treated and I said to you, look, Dad, I'm a little boy, you would probably... Uh, I'd kick him in the ass. <laughs> little boy, go out there and take care of yourself then. A 23-year-old person is not a little boy. No, of course not. It's embarrassing to suggest that. It's unfortunate that you're bringing this up to me because I was like 17, 18 years old. I was controlling myself. I had nobody living with me or advising me. I, had a, I grew up in this country that I didn't even know anybody but an uncle that uh, didn't really care whether I lived or die. I don't know. Uh, so, I mean, unfortunately, I'm uh, connecting that to my own life, okay? A 23-year-old person is pretty damn much, I would say, an adult. Well, I would say an 18-year-old is an adult. And when they, and they make those adult decisions, that's how they learn from it. This, sure. This same, no, I, I, I like what your opinions are. This same wounded soul 
then proceeded to talk about all of the bad things that have happened in his life that it suggested have made him a terrible boyfriend. You know, like that whole excuse-making thing. Have you ever encountered somebody who's constantly blaming the world for their problems? Well, I never really recall having someone that did that, but uh, that guy right there tells me a story. If something is bothering you, if you got a headache, you take an aspirin. If something is bothering you, bothering you through a friend, I'd uh, get away from a friendship. All right. Very good. Okay, Dad. Moving on. Nick writes, Dad, or uh, Dear Meathead, what would you call a grown man who plays with children's toys? Oh, boy. We're talking about a 35-year-old man who plays with, like, uh, dolls and action figures and toys. Something's the matter with that guy. Uh, I, I think it's pretty silly. It, it's, it's, I don't really want to consider him as an adult, then. It's a little strange, a little weird. That's you know? very strange. It's an odd, odd hobby. I don't understand what the kick would be to play with a doll as a man, as uh-huh. a man, uh-huh. uh, playing with the doll and thinking that's exciting. Excellent. You know, something is something is strange about that. I think they better check into that and get him some uh, some help in so, his thinking. Okay, get okay. All right, there you go. Get the guy who plays with dolls some help. Yeah. All right. Very good. Dolls are for little children. <laughs> that is true. Oh my God. All right. Uh, Aram writes. Uh, hey. What is the name? Aram. Okay. Uh, he's he's he's, uh, he's been on before. He's the Armenian guy. Uh, Aram writes. There's Wait a minute. He's an Armenian guy. Correct. He's he's wow. he's okay. actually like me. He's half he's half Armenian and half Indian. Yeah, that's all right. Uh, Half is better than none. You are you are a full Armenian, so you are perfect. We all know right. that. Aram writes: There's a guy at the gym who's weak and struggling, and when anybody gives him advice, he tells them to mind his own business because he went to college and knows how to exercise. Uh, he's a decent guy. But is there anything that can be said for him to take advice, or is his program bound for hell and damnation? Signed, Aram. Well, he's not headed for hell and damnation. That is his opinion. If it doesn't affect you or your personality, you should let him do what he wants to do. Yes. If it's not hurting you. Yes. I oh God, why can't we leave each other alone? That's what I say. That's exactly what I say. Leave anything that is good for him <laughs> is not necessarily good for me, or anything that's good for me is not good for him. He's got a personality. He's got a uh, upbringing the way it was, or whatever it took him to become what he is. Let him be. 
Unless he's got a gun, he's going to shoot people up and yeah. just stop them. Yeah, you don't want him doing that, but if he's just doing an exercise program wrong, let him figure it out. That's his thing. Yes, that's what I say, too. Why, why should we leave each other alone I don't in know. our thoughts? I think Aram is, is kind of a busybody, you know, one of those types, but... That's just my... Man, check your own backyard. See how dirty it is. There you go, Aram. Go clean up your backyard. You heard that right there. Uh, Garrett writes, Meathead, I know a guy who's a terrible homeowner. The house looks like it's falling apart. He refuses help because he says he can do it himself. Uh, should they just burn the house down uh, when he finally moves out? You know... We take uh, love for our own thoughts. We love to see what you do, how you do it. We can ridicule it. We can build it up for you. We can compliment you. We, you know, we're getting too involved in other people's lives. Yes. That's what I say. Uh, not only, unless you live next to a dump, because of this guy's ownership. Yeah, I think it is. Then there's something you can do. And the only thing that I think it's nice to do to begin with, hey, don't don't worry about taking a shot at, hey, listen, Johnny, you know, this really doesn't look right. Uh, do you think you can change your personality of taking care of your home? I mean, that's being bold doing that because the guy said, mind your own damn business. Right, right. Okay. So leave him alone. Yeah, yeah. Better to just leave that jerk Keep alone. Keep your own yard clean. Yes. A lot of love. It seems like in the audience today, there's a lot of uh, people that are trying to uh, not mind their own business. Yeah, if, you know, to correct other people's lives. All right. If you're a woman over 40 dealing with hot flashes, insomnia, brain fog, moodiness, or weight gain, you don't have to accept it as just another part of aging. The experts at Midi Health know all these symptoms can be connected to the hormonal changes of menopause. And Midi can help with safe, effective, FDA-approved solutions covered by insurance. 91% of Midi patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com. Moving on. This one is quite sensitive, Dad, uh, but Brian writes this. Dear Meathead, sometimes when my wife wants to be silly, believe it or not, she bends over like when she's getting ready to go into the shower and shows me her actual butthole. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> he says... That's interesting. He says, it shocks me, and I don't know how to handle it. Any advice for me on what I should do? Should I show her my butthole back? Thanks. Derek from Granville, Michigan. This is Derek? Actually, it's Brian. I don't know why I said Derek. Uh, Brian... Well, I don't know what causes a person to do that. Yeah. But just just ignore the hell out of it. A bottle is a bottle. It don't make any difference one from the other. If she's doing that, walk out. Yeah, so, so don't, I mean... But, I- there's so, nothing you can do about it. If yeah. she's getting a kick out of it, okay, I don't 
understand what that yeah. is. He, I mean, that's, that's a habit that I never heard of anybody having. No, no it's horrible. Um, you know, I uh, I can't it imagine. It is nasty. I mean, it, what it, the hell? It is nasty. And then he also writes that she's laughing the whole time. She thinks it's funny. Yeah, yeah, they, the more you ignore it, the better off you are. Because eventually you're still going to get tired. Yes. And then... But if you're ignoring and you're not making an issue out of it... Right. Yeah. Yeah. It, that means she has no audience. Exactly. Um... So I wrote down a note here, just so everybody's keeping, in case anybody's keeping score at home, quote, a butthole is a butthole. No different than mine and yours and anybody else's. Mary, John, Joe. All right. This one is, this next question is serious. A sweet soul named Nathan writes, dear meathead. Hi, Nathan. He writes, I lost my father when I was young. There was a lot I wish I could have said to him, but it all happened so fast. Is there anything that you wish you could have said to your mom and dad before they uh, went on to heaven? Well, it's really difficult for me to go back and try and decipher this because I had a weird uh, upbringing uh my dad died when i was a young kid and uh, unfortunately his death was the most tragic thing that it was uh and i grew without a father uh yeah the, the thing of it is that today's fathers i'm not going to categorize this by saying all fathers are like this but some of them are not involved in their son's lives. Right. Yeah. Some, a lot of them are divorced. A lot of that. They go to work, bring the bread and butter home. They think that's good enough. Yeah. They don't take time. Gone to, every weekend. Uh, you know, tell them the rights and the wrongs. But then again, as a father, you can't be pushing all the time that you are right. You see something about your son that is not meeting your categories yeah you have to find a way to describe things to him differently other than hey listen when i was your age uh, no that sucks would you possibly say to your father dad why, why was it such a big deal that i was playing with the headlights on the car Remember you told remember you told me that story no, that he I, I couldn't have done that. Didn't didn't he go bonkers because you were yes, like yes, played with that? My son, my the, brother. This guy, he was a he was a real he was a little bit of a hothead, wasn't he? He was not just a hothead. He was a, a, a I don't know this, but I believe he was some sort of a military guy. Okay, and mom never really. Uh, so he never. He always dressed like it. Correct. Now you were uh, the age that of that this. That, I was uh, just a uh, my god, nine years old. Okay, eight so years old. nine years old, no memory, and when no, when that no, I have no memories, but I do know one thing. We live right next to a river that had a bridge crossing it and the police department was across the street from my house. Yes, I remember you discussing that with us and I also remember... My father picked my brother up in the air with his arms. He was going to throw him in that river. What? I mean, this was a heavy-duty river. It was time of the year that the mountains released their water, their snow melt. Right, yeah. I mean, a lot of money coming down. 
Yeah. And then I don't know how this policeman, which is living across the street from me, he's an armed guard, by the way. Right, right. He left his rifle there and ran toward that bridge, which is about 20 feet away from him. Right, right. Grabbed my, my brother uh-huh. out of his hands. And now my dad was a big, I remember him, he was a pretty big guy. Okay. And, so the, well, essentially, the would not retaliate. What and he saved his life. He would have thrown him, uh, him in the river. So what you're telling me is, Grandpa was so tightly wound, he was going to kill Uncle Garo. Yes. What? Jeez. He would have thrown him in the river. And you, and that's you know, it's 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 remarkable because you. This is a perfect example of why you don't do crazy stuff in front of your kids because you're. You're going to be, I mean, because you're 87 right now, and you can still oh picture this. God. It's traumatic. I, re- I never forget that. This is why you don't do crazy stuff in front of your kids, because they, you go down in oh. history, you go down in flames as a, as a lunatic uh, years later, Absolutely. you know? Absolutely. Oh, my Absolutely. God. What can a- I believe? I mean, no. I know, unfortunately, my brother died before his time right. as well, you know, but... Uh, he would not not live to be the year oh. that uh, he lived long enough to die. Yeah. You know? Now, now in Iran, it was. I mean, it's a different time. This is in probably the 1940s when this happened. Um, yes. Because you were born in what? 34. 1934. Okay. So we're probably talking about 1940 or something like that when this happened. Ballpark. I wonder what. Uh, I mean, and that's a that's a law enforcement representative who had to stop Grandpa from killing Uncle Garo. What does he do? Oh, nobody even checked with us. I had to yeah. arrest you for doing that. Yeah, are you telling no, me they don't care. there's no follow-up or anything? They don't, like, Nothing. file? Well, what do the cops even do there? I mean, Nothing. I think he just took him out of his arms and put him down. And, of course, he was scared out of his wits. Yeah, well, because we didn't get the baloney to my father on time out of his car. Yeah, that was that was the same incident with the uh, with the windshield wipers and the and the headlights. You guys, he told you to go out into the car, get the baloney out of the glove box. You and got we screwing around yeah. with the headlights with the horn. Right, you got distracted. Like that, you, know? you get distracted playing with the gadgets on the car. He sure. comes out and goes cuckoo cuckoo bananas because and he was late for his uh, what what is it drink. Uh, something maybe what, did I go for? I, what a, that's baloney all because of baloney all because of the baloney did oh my god that is an incredible story can you believe all these years went by and i have not forgotten the story well that's why that's that's trauma that's when a person has something horrible happen like witness that or uh you know get paintballs shot at you uh, repeatedly while you run down a road, and that's, you know, that's that's trauma. That's horrible. Yes. But, of course, for some reason or other, we got over it, you know. Yeah, and you, you, you picked up the pieces. You didn't whine. You didn't cry. You, you no, mean, we didn't remember the next day. Hey, I was so little that I had to hide under my mom's skirt because he was looking for me. Oh, I my God. Thank God Grandma was a tough cookie, you know? Oh, she was a loving woman. Yeah. She really was. Oh. I, I can't imagine him coming in the house and explaining to Grandma, yeah, well, we got one less child. I just threw one oh, in the river. God. I mean, can you imagine the reaction when she said when he said that? I oh, wonder. 
Oh my God, my God, I cannot believe that. Did um did the cop fill Grandma in on the details, or did 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 he just like did did no? No, no, nobody found anything about it except I was scared out of my wits. What a what a scene I growing ran up. In, uh, in the yard, I was sitting in the yard at a big table playing cards, and I my mom was there, and she knew I was scared for some reason or other because she knew her husband. Oh. She uh, stuffed me under her skirt. Oh man, <clears throat> her apron. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was if you'd have been under her skirt, uh, that would have. Oh. <laughs> I would have been busy. Yeah. Oh, oh no. <laughs> oh. Yeah, that would have been weird. You'd have been like, what's that? <laughs> oh, that's my other kid. He's lived there for all his life. <laughs> what is that thing? That looks, it looks, uh, that's weird. That's a weird thing there. Okay. Oh, my God. Um, all right, Dad. You are the absolute best. Um, I, I'm, I'm going to close with this one. Dean writes, should we send the school shooter and his parents to the island? Please embellish. Anyone anyone that takes a life or destroys someone another life got to go to the island you're darn right and those oh man i I haven't talked to you last time i talked to you i don't think we got into the parents but the parents you've been following how much uh, of a disaster those two are right oh yeah oh yeah um i would just say something as a as a child this is my thought that follows me throughout my life, that I wish as a child I had powers and somewhat money or some I don't know how, that I would build or own an island <laughs> that's surrounded what? totally with the water. Really? And I would hire about eight to 10 guards to go around that island. Yeah. Every five minutes in machines, make sure nobody's getting out. Okay. And I will send all the heavy-duty criminals out there with whatever they got on them, nothing extra, and occasionally we'll airdrop a bunch of food. Yes, yes. Women and men all together, let them kill each other, do all of that. As long as they kill somebody else in their real life here, took a life, they go there. Fair enough. I'm glad. I'm glad. You know, Dad, that is a, a fresh take. I have never heard that before. I'm telling you. And now listen, look at what we do here. We build a brand new prison with new walls, new paint job, new everything. And put them in there. Yeah, you don't need that. Three squares a day. Yeah, that's expensive. Send them to the doctors if they're sick. Yeah. What the hell kind of prison is that? Put them on the island. Put them on the island. Put them on the island. And make damn sure they don't get away. All right, Dad and Joanne, I love you both very much. Uh uh, hopefully we, I, I have a comment to make. Please, please do. I just hope that people that are possibly listening to this uh, broadcast here don't take it uh, to them on their own uh, accords that, hey, there's something the matter with me, and they're trying to do away with me. You know? They, they hate my guts for talking the way I do. No, 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 no. I don't think you have anything to worry about. You are probably 
uh, one of the most beloved people in their lives. They have, oh boy. Thank you. No, no, no. They, uh, they, they love you so much. Okay. Well, uh, I care for them. So I have no balance, no nothing in my mind or in my heart. And no. they're, they're, they're our audience. Well, look, I've, I've said this before. There is an, it, it's an art form when a person can actually express themselves and just say what's on their mind. It is, it needs to be, that whole thing needs to be uh, um, not stifled in any way. It needs to well, always be true. Uh, I don't mean any malice, but these are the things that are happening in my life. So Correct. Correct. And if anybody has a problem with it, that's their own problem. Yes. We, you and I cannot control... Or I, I guess the old saying is, uh, what people think about us is none of our business. Well, this is true. You know? I, I'm hoping that I'll never have to see them or face, nah. face them in real life. I would love to face anybody who has who disagrees with me. But uh, typically... Disagreement, they, yes. But uh, the strange way of disagreement is something I don't want to get involved in. You know? Typically, people who disagree with me, Dad, you know what they do? This is hilarious. They, they go on websites and they, they uh, anonymously, with no repercussions, rhyme or reason as to who they are, no, no, no way to find out who they are, and then they say horrible things about me and my family. And I see that every day of the week. Wow. Wow. Yeah. And, and, uh, and none of those people would ever, ever approach me or say it to my face, or even send me an email for fear that I would find them out. It is, it's hilarious, actually. That's good. As long as they deal with the, I mean, look at the stuff that I deal with, uh, you know, by telling you the things that I do. Uh, That's that's not an acceptable thing to say openly, but uh, it's reality, so we say it. Are you saying people that you've gotten blowback and people are picketing your house? No. Yeah, I mean, no, 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 no. I'm not picketing or nothing, but uh, trying to throw a rock at me or something. Oh, I, don't, I don't believe it. <laughs> do you Do you remember Do you remember this summer? And, and it's never gone that far. They said it was a Christmas card. They said it was a Christmas card. Yeah, hey, <laughs> you know, here, anybody who, they're, they're, occasionally I'll get people who hate listen to the show. But they, they, they might not like me, but still listen. But you are beloved. You have no issues. I can oh, promise you. Me, I got nothing but love for me and my heart for all uh, the of people. And I, I do, too. To I do, too. Make comments Sometimes my, uh, my views and takes on the world get uh, misconstrued, but it's always done to either get a reaction or a laugh or, uh, you know, uh, engage someone. Even if I have to, if I even have to engage someone in a way that makes them frustrated with me or angry, that's still okay. That's that's my job. My job is supposed to stir them, either happy, sad, glad. It doesn't matter. As long as there's some emotion that can come out sure. of them, then I've been successful. Well, by all means, I really would not object to anyone expressing an opinion that hey, I, what I said or I did was wrong. Well, that's their opinion, and I'm not going to argue the nah. point with them. I said, well, that's your opinion. That's the uh, goal, you know. Yeah. Okay. Well, that's right. it. That's it. I love you so much. I love you so much myself and your beautiful, beautiful family, and give them my love. And uh, that one daughter that's uh, taking on a 
Uh, Madison, correct. No, Maddie, taking mm-hmm. out a new baggage. I don't know. I, uh, I think she should stay home for a while. <laughs> Dad, Dad, as of right now, I agree with you, and uh, I gotta, I gotta write this down so the next time I see her, I can say, uh, "Hey, Madison, um, are you taking on some new baggage?" Wait, that she is. Now she's got to cater to somebody else. Yep. Yep. Instead of catering to his her parents. Okay, Joanne, you have a great one. I love you too. I love you too, Eric. And hug your wife for oh, us. Well, one one final note. Uh, when the discussion about the lady uh, showing her butthole, uh, that was Diana. Did it what? <laughs> when I was telling you about the lady showing, uh, yeah, that that was Diana who did that. Oh my god. <laughs> Oh my God! Yeah, yeah. You know, I thought I heard that before. Oh yes, that's. Now that you bring that up. Yeah, I'll be, I'll be minding my own business, whatever, making dinner. I turn around and there's a butthole there. Oh, that's funny. Hey, Joanne, maybe you ought to give it a try. <laughs> no, don't do it. Don't do it. I didn't want to think about it. Okay. Okay, guys. All right, love you guys. I'll talk to you later. I'll talk to you later. You know Love you. Love you, too. Bye-bye. Bye. And the cat's in the cradle and the silver spoon. Little boy.